The year is 1986 and Sweden receives an N exemption from the EBU to arrange the national pre-selection a month later due to the murder of Sweden's Prime Minister Olof Palme. And that 34-year-old case was actually closed today when we are recording this. Because of strained finances of the host in the Eurovision the previous year, the songs in Sweden are presented using music videos instead of being performed with a live orchestra. A rather surprising and colorful odd constellation are chosen to go all the way to Bergen and represent Sweden. How come these two met? What are their memories of the host city? And much more is what I hope to get answers to today when we are going to talk about Är det det här du kallar kärlek? Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Lasse Holm and Monica Ternell. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when was the last time you two met? I think it was in uh, a program called Bingo Lotto. Yeah. Uh, many years ago. I think it, 10 years ago maybe uh, uh, that uh, I was the head person on that program and I invited Monica and another guy called Janne Lukas Persson that uh, sang Växen Hallå. That was uh, when uh, I think that was when Monica and I met late last time. Yeah. Yeah, that was was what I thought too. I think it was in 2005. Yeah, you're right. And we performed Ilerarukala Kärlek live on stage with a band. You're right. Yeah. Before we talk about your song, I would like to put you on the map for the listeners out in the world. Uh, Lasse, or should I call you Larry Moon? <laughs> if you wish <laughs> <laughs> you have competed in the Eurovision four additional times as a composer for the songs Dog After Dog in 1982 Fremling in 1983 Bra vibrationer in 1985. And Eloise in You have written over 700 songs and many of them will forever be some of the most loved ones here in Sweden. 
I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. Monica, you are a very well-known and beloved singer with 16 recorded albums in Sweden, with many self-composed songs, but also songs written by others like Per Gessle, for example, from Roxette. And you also sang one of the most beloved Swedish songs ever, Wintersaga. Yeah. It was released in 1984. Yeah, and it's still one of my favorite songs. I really love this song. It's a marvelous recording. Monica's voice is out of sight on that Winter Saga because it's been recorded by other art- artists, but uh, uh, I think, wow, really good. <laughs> Lasse, I know that the boss of the record company you worked for then didn't want you to submit Eddie the Harry Kala Shalik at first. Instead, he wanted you to submit what was later to become your great hit Cannelloni Macaroni. memory says that I didn't want to compete with uh, the song because I felt myself as a producer and a composer and a team worker more than an artist so I called one of the very famous Swedish artists that won Melody Festival in 89, Tommy Nilsson. I called him and said, I got a song that I think is very suitable for you. So he came to the studio and uh, he sang that song very good. Excellent, in my opinion. I sent the tape to my former boss in the record company and he said, no, 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 you got to do it yourself. And I uh, was (laughs) very humble at that time so i said okay if he wants me to to compete i would love to have an artist that is so far from eurovision and is one of the best female singer in sweden i called monica tunnel and i sent her the song and she said wow i like the song let's go that's end of story yeah <laughs> do you still have the recording from tommy nilsson No, I haven't. It's a shame, but I haven't. I'm I'm a bad collector, actually. Monica, from what I've heard, you weren't exactly a fan of the Swedish pre-selection Melodie Festivalen in this time. No, it was it wasn't my cup of tea, if you say so. (laughs) (laughs) I have a quote here, and I I will really want to say this. 
Uh, the quote is from 1977. It's a fucking schlager competition. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> so I wonder here, Lasse, was Monica hard to convince? No, no, she wasn't because I think that you liked the song and, and you, yeah. you felt very... You came to Stockholm, you came to the studio. The backtrack was very uh, good produced, I, I felt. And we had horns and it was a rather swinging background. So Monica, she liked it. And I remember that afternoon in Stockholm, you were outstanding when you pitched the high note in the, in the second chorus. Ah, it's amazing. I've been singing this song with so many female vocalists and no one has been picking that note that Monica did at that very special day. Uh, it's fabulous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you remember when you got the question, Monica? Yeah, and I I genuinely liked the song. Yeah, I felt uh, happy when I listened to it because it was my kind of attitude. In the lyrics and in the music. And it's a basic good song made by a basic good musician. <laughs> and Lasse is a very genuine musician. And that's what I love. He's a 100% musician. Yes. I, I, it, was, I, it wasn't constructed for the Eurovision contest. It no, was it a was, genuine song. Yeah. It could fit anywhere. Do you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah, I understand you. Um... Totally. Uh, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, it's it's basic. It's uh, yeah. Really. It's very it's very honest. The competition. I, I did it with no other things in mind than it's gonna swing and it's gonna be powerful. That was the thing. Yeah, you can feel that when you listen to it because I myself I get happy every time I listen to it now as well. Oh, and I know lovely. people talk to me too and say they often listen to it to get happy yeah, <laughs> and glad. That's, that's a good yeah. mission. Yeah. Yeah, really. As I said before, this year the songs in Melody Festivalen were presented as music videos, some of which were quite funny and playful, but none were as playful as yours. Uh, for listeners who haven't seen it, I recommend it. It was an all-through non-serious video culminating in Lasse being covered in bucket loads of paint. Uh, can you take us back to when you shoot this video? In my mind, I had uh, an idea of if I was going to compete, because I was rather scared to, to be on the stage because I, I, I felt very comfortable as a producer and a, and a songwriter. But when I should be on the stage, I picked Monica because she was uh, good uh, security for me. And then I met a guy called Jonas Frick, who was... Uh, a rocket in the video business in Sweden. He was really a fantastic guy and he had some fantastic ideas. He did some videos with, uh, for example, Povel Rammer, which was uh, one of the legends in Sweden. And I talked to Jonas and I said, this year there will be no band. There will only be a video recording with the songs. So he said, okay, I take the challenge. And he said, we're going to we're going to do a video in uh, Venissage in Stockholm where you're going to be uh, surrounded by different characters. And it was odd people in that <laughs> video, really odd people. And the whole video was going to end up that 
Monica is having a bucket of different colors uh, running out of my head down. I had hair at that time and it took at least two months to get rid of the, the paintings. So, <laughs> but it was a big laugh, all the things. And Monica, do you remember when we had the press conference in Bergen and yeah. the, the British press, they were so upset that we were making fun of the Eurovision. And yeah. you said, we're not making fun, we, we have fun. You said, music yeah. is, is gay. You said something like that. Yeah, music is fun. Yeah. With a margin of 22 points, you won the Melody Festival and got the privilege to travel all the way to Bergen in Norway. And I must ask here, Monica, was it a surprise? Yeah, uh, uh, no, not really. I, it it shouldn't have been because uh, of Lasse Holmes' uh, big part of it because he's a winner. <laughs> 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 but uh, I hadn't uh, thought about winning so in my own life, so <laughs> because I'm not so used to win. <laughs> so uh, in some way, I didn't, I hadn't uh, any time, in fact, to go away for uh, to Bergen and to win because I hadn't planned it. I had other plans. Yeah. I I just took. Uh, that week in Stockholm before the Swedish competition. And then that was all I had thought of because I was in the middle of producing a, a record, an LP right then. So that was how far I had thought. But then we won, of course, since it was last year. I should have thought of that that would be a possibility. But uh, and so I had to fit it in, in my uh, schedule. <laughs> And, and it, it, it was possible to do that, but yeah. <laughs> in 1986, there were very many good songs in, in Sweden. Uh, do you remember them, Lasse? Did you have any favorite of the other ones? Uh, there were strong songs that year. I mean, my very good friend and colleague, Torgny Söderberg, were competing with the Kärlek and Evi with Lena Philipsson. And, and Per Gessle had written the lyrics. thought that song was a winning song and also styles you remember monica dover calais Very, very big hit in Sweden. Uh, yeah. So it was a good, and, and a book, ABC. My God, she's been living on that song in four years. <laughs> <laughs> she's still in the media all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
So it, it was a very, uh, very good year musically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lasse, what do you remember from the host city? Oh, that was a fabulous city. As a Bergen, I remember we had such fantastic experiences. I remember going on the tour with the press. Monica was with me. You remember, Monica, I was playing on Edvard Grieg's grand piano, which was yeah. absolutely forbidden. <laughs> and and uh, I, I took the chance to, to play on that grand piano, Edvard Grieg. So, and the parties uh, in uh, Bergen with such lovely seafood and all the friendly hospitality was uh, extremely nice. I, I was very in love with Bergen. And we had Jakob Dahlin with us, which is yeah. a brilliant person that, that I, I had some, some uh, connections with. And I remember when, when the song started, Monica was the one that first stepped out on the stairs that she was going to walk down on the main stage. And when she started to sing, I had a pulse, almost 250. And I, I, I was almost going to faint. And I went down to the stairs and I went up to Monica and I saw the red light in one of the cameras. And my thoughts was that camera is 200 at least million people watching me now and i almost fainted <laughs> <laughs> but then that the music took over and monica's power took over and then it was just just a, a piece of cake performed the song monica i know you took your son with you to bergen can't you tell us uh about the story you told me before when we were out on the town in bergen uh, he was 12 years old then, and uh, the, well, the girl who won that year, Sandra Kim, she was about the same height and had the same kind of hair, and they looked a bit similar. So some journalists uh, thought that my son was Sandra Kim. They <laughs> 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 tried to interview him, and when we said, no, it's not us, <laughs> oh my god your son was he was really a fantastic little guy I, I really was very fond of him we had a good chat and I know he became uh, an artist himself later on in another kind of business yeah he's a fat <laughs> yeah you got must tell him hello from me yeah yeah I will I will and he also uh, wrote a uh, his own lyrics to our song. All right. All about uh, Sten Karlberg. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Sten Karlberg ever saw it, but it was fantastic. <laughs> okay. I, I think for the listeners, we have to explain that in that totally crazy idea about the song, we put the Swedish television's head of delegation, Sten Karlberg, yeah, right. on stage. Uh, he was almost naked <laughs> and, and uh, bald-headed with a hard rock, uh, you know, heavy metal guitar. 
and it was crazy, but it was so funny. It was so relaxed and lovely. Yeah. Yeah, really. And everyone who has seen this performance remember also a French maid, a strong man from a circus in a swimsuit, and an old-timey gentleman. Um, yes. And I want to hear, why were they dressed up like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Jonas Frick's idea. He was um, creative in what he wanted to do with that song. But Jonas is unfortunately not with us anymore. He... he uh, Passed away. He passed away in New York many years ago. He was very young when he passed away, so it was a, it was a real shame. Uh, I read your book, Lasse, and apparently you provoked the Swiss singer and eventual runner-up Daniela Simon by climbing on top of a grand piano. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I, that was in the act. We, uh, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, I, I wanted to go wild. So I jumped up on the grand piano and maybe she was very upset. Yeah, I can't remember that. There was many persons that were upset <laughs> 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 regarding to our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think it was France, if I, if I don't remember wrong, among others that was a bit offended by the way we acted on stage. <laughs> a very young girl, Sandra Kim, won with the song Chemi La Vie, and you got a fifth place. Was it the right winner, or did you have any particular favorites among the other participants? Do you remember those, Lasse? No, I don't remember. I just remember that in... I remember in the voting break that a, that a girl with a long raid Uh, went up on the stage and sang the, with a heaven's voice. And she became one of the biggest Norway artists ever, Cecil Kirchebu. And I had the opportunity to work with her a couple of years later. So uh, that's that's my memory beside uh, the act and Monica's brilliant version of Kalashadik. Lasse, you did no way stop writing songs for Melody Festival and after this, but it wasn't until 1993 when you won again in Sweden. And let us listen to some of the songs Eurovision missed out on from the period in between. <laughs> Yeah. 
these were the songs Högt över havet, nästa weekend, nattens drottning and handen på hjärtat. And it's not even an exhaustive list of your melody festival and participations during this period. Yeah. Do you have any favorite of all songs you wrote that didn't reach Eurovision? Well, one of the songs that I wrote and I was very, very, very thrilled about that song. Uh, it was refused by the jury. And the jury at that time was um, a mix of people with different, uh, it was a really melting pot of, of ideas and thoughts. So I was very disappointed. And that year, uh, it was 89, the song uh, was refused. So many years later, an uh, English film, um, uh, producer, producer, yeah, uh, called me and said, uh, I'm going to make a, uh, a movie about Sweden and dance bands. Do you have a song? And I picked up the songs from a box of demos that I had. I sent the song to him and rest is history. It's one of my most played songs, uh, actually. It's called Inget Stoppar hos mig. Yeah, and it has over 29 million streams on Spotify. Yeah, and uh, from that day, I my opinion of the experts jury was zero. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, how many times have you been offered to sing in the competition since 1986? Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't remember any. But it might have been so, and I, but I wasn't interested. But I know that many years later, you submitted the song "I'm So Happy" by yourself to the fucking Schlager competition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Since it already existed, I, I just thought that I could send it in, but it didn't make it. It was rather expected. I'm so happy. Monica, what are you doing today? I'm singing some and I'm painting some. And uh, yeah, the latest that happened was that a film made by Mika Karismaki phoned me up and asked if he could use my song Vitom Husten in his film for one and a half minute to start with in Finnish. And then after a while, he came back to me and asked, would it be okay if I make somebody translate it to Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I yeah. would love to hear that person. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> it's in a film called Master Cheng by Mika Karikmake. So you have a Chinese hit now. <laughs> And you, Lasse, accept golfing. One of my, my really baby project at the moment is Digilu that's been uh, performing Swedish summers 18 years and uh, this year we had a fabulous crew of artists uh, 
Peter Jöback, uh, we had uh, Sarah Don Feiner, we had uh, so many brilliant artists and then the corona came. So everything is locked down until 21, which I think this terrible thing is over. And uh, all the artists are still prepared to, to, uh, to do the show next year. So yeah. I'm, I'm working with uh, Digilo and I've been doing that for the last 18 years. And then I do some own gig with a, a very talented female artist, Johanna Bayboom. And we are all, of course, always doing Erhär Kalashalik and some other songs as well. Sixteens uh, of my songs, more or less. Lasse, I know you sent a song to Melody Festivalen this year that was meant for the one and only Carola. No, it wasn't meant for Carola. It was meant for Johanna Bebon. But Christa Björkman insisted that Carola uh, was going to perform with the song. And I said, uh, I'm shaking the song with Carola. And uh, she loved the song. She was really a big fan of the song, but she, would, she wouldn't do uh, Eurovision. So... Um, Then the, the song uh, didn't compete. Will you send it to next year? Yes. It's a good song. It's a hit. Yeah, and you have a very good singer there, I know. Ah, Johanna Bebom is brilliant. She's almost as good as Monica Tunnell. <laughs> <laughs> Before we end this conversation, Lasse, please tell me about 1982 and Ralph Siegel. Oh my God! <laughs> I was sitting in the, <laughs> I was in the, in the green room, and uh, I was competing with uh, dog after dog. The group was called Chips. Yeah. And I was so excited, and uh, when the points started to to, uh, um, was publishing published, um, I was behind Ralph Siegel, which competed with Nicole and Ambition uh, Frieden. And when Sweden got a 12, put my 43 boot on his uh, white smoking jacket. Uh, <laughs> and he was very, very uh, upset. He went, he turned it on and I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Sorry, sorry. And when he went on stage with the uh, winner, Nicole, I saw my 43 boot on his back. <laughs> 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 the shadow was there all over Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Mr. Siegel has also been in this podcast. I've been at the fabulous party in his uh, wonderful home in Munich in 1983 when Carola was doing Fremling. So I was uh, I was invited there. So it was a, a, a nice memory. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, yeah. Emil. My, our pleasure. And Monica, it was so great to hear your voice again. And good luck with your paintings and with your singing and with your wonderful was... life up in North. <laughs> The same to you. Thank, Thank you. you. Kram på er allihopa och så hörs vi. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.